I want to welcome us back to our series on understanding of prosperity. Praise God. Today we're going to be looking at the um, um, season, or you could say chapter 4, season 4 of understanding prosperity. The last time we looked at some depth of understanding, I took us on, um, on a dimension uh, when it comes to the love of God and we are meant to understand that nobody can give without actual love your love is expressed through giving there is no love that is expressed in any other way except through giving and one of those love is the love that God has shared upon us like he has given us his, his son, Jesus Christ. And he said, in the name of Jesus, that whatsoever we ask, we shall receive. And the Bible said in John 3, 16, we can put that scripture up, John 3, 16. He said, for God so loved the world. There is a love that is love, and there is a love that is called so love. Praise God. For God so loved the world. When you hear the word W-O-R-L-D, it's talking about you and I. Praise God. The Bible said, even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He laid his life down. The Bible said, no greater love than this. No greater love. So the whole episode of God with man is born out of love. God is always drawing towards man and calling man to come to him because there is this internal love that can't be understood by man's knowledge. The love that surpasses everything. The love that is bigger than your errors. The love that is bigger than your weakness. The love that is bigger than every sin at all. You think you have committed. The Bible says even if that sin is as thick as scarlet, it can't withstand the blood of Jesus. It is only the blood of Jesus that washes us white as snow. It cleanses us. There is no guilt that is found in us. Why? Because the blood of Jesus is present. But before that blood, the love, God showed us that great love by sending his son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. 
and 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 to be sacrificed one sacrifice that is speaking up to this day for us praise god so you see that in john 3 16 it's it's um it's the you know i tell people i say the bible is god's letter to man the bible every word is a love letter from god to mankind and in verse 16 of john chapter 3 saint john chapter 3 he said for god so loved the word that he what that he what that he what so anytime you see love in action giving moves into action if a man say i love you as a woman the man is saying i love you and his money is not coming out of his pocket that love is suspicious and i therefore as an oracle of the lord i demol- I, I demolish that love but it's not a real love hallelujah that love is not real a genuine love must carry an action behind it for god so loved the world the next thing he gave his only so even when a man is telling you you see i don't have enough money let him give you the little he has it's a sign of love Oh, you see, I love you so much. But you see, I cannot give you this food. Because it is the last food I have. That love is suspicious. So that's why you cannot give to God without loving God. So we saw two weeks ago how Solomon became the wealthiest man in the Bible. Because he expressed his love through giving. Now let me tell you, you can tell God and say, Father, I love you. That word, that comment, that statement must be tried. It must be proven. You must come to a time that you must prove the love that you have for God because every love will be tried and every love will be tested do I have an amen from you it is not those who ask money that gets money it is those who love the Lord that get money money is money is an abstract of it's money I would let me put it this way money is when it comes to the context of worship of the Lord, money is not the reason why we worship God. Money is an effect. Money, the word money, is an effect of services. And you receive money for your service. Praise God. But money in this context is not the money I'm trying to talk about. Money in this context is the reward of what you do. The effect of what you do. The Bible says God sent Jesus to die for us. He gave him. 
to be a sin that has no sin. And in return, he has every one of us. Everyone has come. And we have gotten that grace to cry, Abba Father. By one seed, by one giving, today we are many members in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Let me show us something in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 13, verse number 3. Praise God. I'm going to be very fast today. Just catch up, catch up, catch up, catch up. Are you there? He said, and though I bestow all my goods. <laughs> I love this. I, those of us that gives, praise God. Listen to this. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. And though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profit me nothing. Though I come to church to clean the church, though I play the music in church, though I lead the songs of praise, lead the sense to praise God, and I have no charity, it is useless. <laughs> you want to be a wealthy person in the house of God? The wealth that you think of, you may think that the wealth is house, cars, good job. That's no wealth. Because I have people and I know people that, that, that have those things, but they have no peace and they have no joy. Though you, 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 you bestow your goods, you give, you give to the poor, the needy. Oh, I, I, I want to help you. Because you could give without loving. Because when giving has no love, then it has ulterior motives. And what's that ulterior motive? It is, it is, the, it is the ability for someone to claim that I was the one that helped you. For love does not puff. Charity does not puff itself. It's not prideful. It doesn't seek for gain. Verse number four. He said, charity suffered long and is kind. Charity envied not. You say you love? Charity vaunted, not itself. It's not puffed up. Praise God. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily what? Provoked. Thinketh not no evil at all. It's not easily provoked. And thinks no evil. Is it possible, pastor, for someone not to think evil? Yes, it is possible. <laughs> the
the bible says, guide your heart diligently for out of it comes what the issues of life so what does it mean to how will you guide your heart you guide your heart with the word of god you x-ray yourself in the morning x-ray yourself in the afternoon x-ray yourself at night it's possible that you will not think evil when you look at your brother look at somebody next to you and say i love you do you know what that love is do you really understand the gravity of lima oscar victor echo do you understand what it means to say that word i love you because that word has been misused misinterpreted and 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 misdirected today we say i love you just casually you know what it means the very the the i mean immediately god was saying for i so love the next thing is action sacrifice the moment god just opened his mouth and said for i love the next thing is an action that is coming out of him immediately not minding who it's going to Praise God. <laughs> you know, verse 7 is very funny. Verse 7. Verse, put verse 7 up there. Verse 7 is very funny. And I love it. Amen. <laughs> he said, Charity beareth all things. How much can you bear of me? How much can you bear of your brother? How much can you bear of your sister? You know when people say, I can't take this anymore. Uh-huh. How much can you bear? How much can you tolerate? Give me, the, give me the, um, um, the, 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 the amplified translation of this. Let's, let's get, the, get the context. Let's amplify it. It says, love bears all things. It's, look at that. Regardless of, of what, what comes. My God. Love bears all. When the Bible tells you all, it means all. There is no sum, there is no reserve. And it, it, it says regardless of the outcome of it. So meaning, if I say I love you because I feel like, yes, I love you. Even if later on I found out that you are a scam, even if I find out that you are wrong, I should still love you regardless of the end of the circumstances. You want to love like Christ? Praise God. Part B says, believes all things. Believes all things. For the best in each one. You know, there are people seeking to just want to prove you wrong. As you are so. There are people, whatever you're saying, they don't, they don't want to believe it. Let me tell you, oh yeah, I agree. But they, when you move, they start looking behind you. Oh. 
you know love a true love you cannot love and be and appear to be smart and strong no love makes you look like you're weak love makes you look like you're foolish that's why sometimes when uh when when a girl or a man they fall in love you know their ears is blocked to whatever people are saying uh you know yeah it's just it's the sweetness of it and um, mm, two of them mm, uh, uh, talking to themselves mm, uh, mm, you know yeah even when it's what this one is saying is not making sense to this person this person is yeah it makes sense makes sense you know why because they've been blinded they've been sidelined they've been boxed out That's why even when people go to God to accuse you, he's not seeing it. Because God has been boxed up by love. He, he, he has been sidetracked by the love he has for you. Haven't you read? The Bible says, for love covereth multitude of sins. anybody that seeks to look for fault around you every time does not love you and don't be in a place where you're being tolerated be in a place where you're celebrated don't ever if you want to if you want to really understand what is a caption of the love of god study first corinthians 13 from verse number one, read it through, be going, talking about charity. Your name may be charity, but you hate people. Have you, have you seen people they call lovettes? Their first name is lovettes, but they, they are not in love. It's not a function of you answering blessing, yet your life is messed up. No, it's you having the, the genotype of Christ in you. You know what? Oh my God. You know what the genotype of Christ looks like? Even when you have what it takes to destroy your enemy, even while you are in pain of what your enemy has put you through, but even in that pain, Satan comes and says, Hey, let's do it this way. And you consider, say, No. That's the genotype of Christ. When you say you have the spirit of God in you, it is not a vengeful spirit. You know, we learn every day as we grow older. We, 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 as we grow older in Christ, the more God reveals himself to us, the more we know that we don't know. The more we understand that we don't understand the more we see that we have been blind. Are you there? Can we, can we go on? It's a, it's, a, it's a charity hopes all things, remaining steadfast during what? Difficult times. Anybody that abandons you 
during your difficult time has no charity i don't care if that person has been there for 25 years the moment they say i can't go anymore their charity the gasoline of their charity is finished there is no love anymore so don't abandon me in my night time and when i come out in the morning to shine you say but pastor you know you remember we all started this church together yes i know i remember but you have no place that's the word of god hopes all things remaining steadfast during difficult times and it says again endures all things without what weakening how much can you bear how much can you endure that's why for you to be a good leader you have to first of all be a good follower if you can't be a good follower you will be the worst leader ever made there is a saying that leaders are made they are not born but i fault it leaders are born and they could be made also moses was born a leader joshua was made a leader it goes in both ways god decides when he calls who he calls at what time he calls elijah was born a prophet elisha was made a prophet who is the one that will decide how you will be called if not god hallelujah now verse number eight said something go down to verse number eight verse number eight he said love never fails i love this it now in bracket it says it never fades nor ends you see when you say oh you see i used to love this man I used to love the things of God, but later on, I found out that I'm getting weak in this love. You never loved at the beginning. Something moved you. You know, I'm mixing it up. I'm mixing the agape love of God. I'm just putting things together because I have no time. Mixing the agape love of God and the regular love you call romantic love. I, you know, I, I love you. But later on, I found out that I'm no longer in love. You were not even in love at first. Love never fails. If indeed it was love. Because if it fails, by now, Christ would have said, I'm not doing again. Praise God. Yes. Christ would have said, I died for them before. Yes, now. And because Christ was given in love not in pains for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son he said but as far as 
But as for prophecies, they will what? Pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for gifts, of what special knowledge it will pass away. Give me verse 9. It will pass away. Praise God. He said, For we know in part and we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. So that tells you that for your love to be capable and strong, even when you say you love a person, you have to learn to love God, to love your neighbor. Because the true love of the love you confess to yourselves is actually hidden in Christ. So if you cannot love God, you can't love any human being. Because the love of God is shed abroad for everyone. So for you to access that great love, you have to be able to extend your heart that you tell yourself there is nothing that can stand between you and God. Then when you see your fellow human being, you will be able to have some level of honor, dignity, and respect and show them genuine love, not minding where they come from, not minding their background, not minding who they are, not minding the kind of personality they are built of. How come in the, in, the, in the body of Christ, lawyers out there are defending criminals, but believers are, are, are judging criminals? You didn't catch that one. Have you ever seen a lawyer say that, oh, because this man killed many people, I will not defend him? Are you aware that the Bible said that Jesus is our mediator? So how come the church is busy condemning people that they should allow the love of Christ to go beyond their weaknesses and bring them in, clean them up? No wonder the church today in this dispensation is suffering because they have built their foundations on principles of man-made doctrines not principles of God's love. For love covereth multitude of sins. Not one sin. Not telling me I, you did it before I forgave you. Now you're doing it again. I will not forgive you. That is, that is, that is a love that has expiring dates. You know, Jesus demonstrated this love when the woman that was caught in adultery when they brought this woman every one of them were screaming and shouting oh yeah bring him to the master and finally they brought this woman they threw the woman on the floor and the woman was dead shame waiting for her execution and they asked jesus according to the law of moses who is moses <laughs> who is moses we are crisis According to the law of Moses, whoever commits this sin is to be stoned to death. What sayest thou? And the Bible says, the master stooped down and started writing. What he was writing, nobody knew. And the next thing, without looking at their faces, he said, who amongst you 
is without a sin should be the first to cast the stone. And he went down again and wrote again on the floor. The lady was waiting for the most righteous person to cast that rock. There was nobody. Every one of them, she was just hearing the, 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 the dropping of the rocks. That's how when people rise up against you, you hear them drop their petition. Everything, their instrument of war is broken. God is taking it off from their hands. They are just being dropped one after the other. And Jesus stood up and said, Woman, where are their accusers? Hear that? Where are their accusers? Did the woman commit the sin? Yes. But Jesus said they are accusing her falsely. <laughs> Who are you to say a thing and it come to pass when the Lord God has commanded it not? Jesus said, neither have I also condemned you, but rise up and sin no more. You know, I told us that prosperity is in three cardinal points. Spiritual prosperity, physical prosperity, and financial prosperity. If you notice, what I'm talking about is your spiritual prosperity. Because for you to be healthy physically, you have to be healthy spiritually. Because the spirit realm rules over the physical realm. And the grace of God shined upon that woman and from that day she saw what it means to love indeed I pray for us today that the love of God will rest in your spirit that you will not condemn people you find out there you will not speak to people because you feel like you have that righteousness in you I pray for you today that the love of Christ will overtake you that you will show love to men and women out there that souls will be won via your love and via the care and concern you have. And I pray that the hand of Jehovah will be upon everyone watching right now, wherever you are, wherever you're connected from. I don't care whatever sin you have committed. I don't care whatever it is. The Bible says, for God will cast it into the seas of forgetfulness and we never remember it. Some of you could not even forgive yourselves and that's why you kept going back and forth. But I pray for you today that you will come to understand the love, the agape love of God, the unconditional love of God, a love that is not seeking for you to be righteous first before you will be loved. 
a love that loved you a love that was released to you even while you were yet sinners the bible says christ died for your sins come unto the lord today all ye that are heavy laden he said he would give you rest as you come opening your heart to god i pray for a supernatural turn around i pray that your heart receive grace I pray that great things take take over everything that has to do with your life. I pray that mighty turnaround hits you in the name of Jesus. I pray that the glory of Elohim radiates over your life, turn things around for you, bring you to a place of testimony in the name of Jesus that you will release from you the Rema word of God. That out of the abundance of your heart, you will speak praises to Elohim. For out of you shall come forth this day, gushers of living waters. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Bring it to you.